This is Thursday, December 17th, and our morning prayer. I'm going to read this morning from Psalm 48, verse 12 to 14. Walk about Zion. Go around her. Count her towers. Consider well her ramparts. View her citadels, that you may tell of them to the next generation. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. Have you ever wondered what was standing where you are right now, a hundred or even a thousand years ago? Granada Church has an archive of the history of the church from when it began in 1947 all the way to today. And it's fascinating to see what the property looked like when, well, just the fellowship hall was completed. That building was Granada's original sanctuary. And at the time, the area was surrounded by Florida slash pines, they're called. The area of the gables in South Miami was largely pine lands, and George Merrick transformed those pine lands just west of Coconut Grove to form the city of Carl Gables. Also tucked into the historical papers of the church are early photographs of the Gables, showing some of the first roads, crossing the Gables with scattered shops and businesses. It seems strange to see what is today Miracle Mile as a dirt road. Now this psalm we have before us today is from an urban poet. And the Lord sends him on a walking tour of the city of Jerusalem to see its glory. You see, at the time, Jerusalem stood tall with beauty and commerce. Solomon's temple was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, and it was filled with a splendor that would be difficult even to describe. So why write a song about it? Well, first, because God loves the city. He placed his name and his presence there in the midst of his people, and the glory of the temple reflects the glory of God himself. Everything about it was to point to the Lord. But secondly, God asked for this because things are always changing. The Lord didn't want the people to forget how he had worked among them, and the glory of the city of the Lord provided this memory to them. You see, generations will come and go, but we need to remember where we came from and how we've gotten to where we are today. Now, sadly, the beautiful city, along with the temple, would be utterly destroyed. The future generations, well, they wouldn't have pictures to remember what it looked like. Their story and the beauty of the city had to be captured in words, in poetry. There was no other way. And that's the third thing. God wanted his people to remember. They needed to remember the Lord's love and his faithfulness. The people needed to repeat the stories of God's salvation and all that God had provided to them. And it would be those memories that would sustain them during their time in exile. And it would also reinforce their identity of God's people when they were in distress and when they were doubting. For God so loved the world. And this is why Christmas is important to us each year. It's with the songs of our poets that we remember that God came in human flesh out of love for the city. 
We don't have photographs of Jesus or of Jerusalem of, of old. But what we do have is the word of the prophets, the songs and stories of God's poets and writers. We have the word of God given to us to remind us and teach us, to anchor us in the truth of who we are and all that we have in Christ. Let's pray. Gracious and loving Heavenly Father, we so easily forget where we came from and where we are going. Cause us this Christmas to remember that we are found in Christ. Reveal to us again that we are living in the midst of your story of redemption and that all things will find their fulfillment in Jesus, your Son. For we pray in his name. Amen.